Testing, 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 testing. That was the worst falling down dead I've ever seen in my life. But she sold it. <laughs> she did. She just kind of went to sleep. Well, she she had a great scream at first. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight I told you and sound, I would... but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone review. Who's out there? Phoenix West. I am Franklin's. How's everybody? I'm good. I, I, they can't answer you, so I'll, I'll answer. Today's episode is The Midnight Sun from November 17th, 1961. Segedy? Segedy. Segedy one. Oh, a... God, Seggies. <laughs> it's 1961. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's, let's not talk about that show. Oh. Save that for later. I can't wait. Oh. I can't wait. I can't wait, Frank. So we watched The Midnight Sun. Um, yeah, it's and I, I don't know. It's one of those ones I don't know how to describe. I don't know. I don't know what I, where my real opinions are on it because I like it, but I Why? will. It's fine. It doesn't bother me because it's just so simple. Yeah, it, it's like nothing to hate. It's nothing to be like, oh come on. It's just. It's not love thing. much either, though. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like I have no strong opinions one way or the other. I liked it just fine. I'll forget about it immediately. It was a perfect filler episode for the season. Wasn't great. Wasn't bad. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Eh. No, exactly. It's it's so middle of the road that the only real stand stand out here in this episode is the insane characters, like. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Miss Bronson, but she is a lunatic. She is a, a mad woman. She has got to be the worst actress for most of the episode <laughs> until the end. Exactly. She killed it at the end. I'm like, where was this woman who I'm lo- I'm listening to from the end of this throughout the rest of the episode? Because she was hot garbage. She was terrible. At the end, she's like award-winning actress over here. It's like she couldn't do panicked or scared or anything like that. So she's like, "I'll just ham it up, and then I'll just fill in the rest. And at the end, I'll actually be me." I I guess that's all I can think of. Must have happened, right? It's the best. Yeah, that sounds about good enough for me. But she was terrible before that. Uh, There's no denying that. Oh, dude, I have this one clip. Uh, I know exactly what it is, and I just labeled it overacting 101. I would. I would <laughs> can we set up the 
kind of the beginning, I guess, before we do that. And, then, ahead, I, and then I definitely want to hear that. The like like Rod said there, the, the conceit is that the world is slowly moving toward the sun and apparently it just stopped. It's it's off its orbit, I get that, but it's not spinning anymore. But yet there's not just like fucking chaos and floods and <laughs> extreme extremely different weather other than just hot. It seems like to me it would just throw the world in the chaos, other than just uh, getting warmer, slightly, you know, slowly. I have a thought. Yeah. When he said uh, it threw off his orbit, and now it's it's twelve midnight, and the sun never goes down, and I'm thinking to myself, that means the sun is directly, basically, uh, the Earth is tidal locked onto the sun. So why doesn't everybody move to? I don't know the other side of the planet that's dark. I'm thinking it's happening at an alarming rate and they don't have enough time to get there. I don't, that's really, they don't say, and in the end it, it, you, you, we realize why if it's, if it's anything, if because it's in a character's mind, a spoiler, it, you can just set it on the fact that she's stupid. It didn't think about that in her dream or her nightmare or her whatever. Her, technically her fantasy, really. I mean, if we want to go that far, when we go to the end, it's always dark there. So go to the light side of the fucking planet. Yes. I mean, Mars is how far away from the sun than we are? They kind of still have a sunset and sunrise. Yep. I, I don't know. So, yeah, I had a problem with uh, Rod's... Um, um, yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's Twilight Zone. I had a problem with the fact that when they showed the thermo- uh, thermometer at the beginning, it was 116. I'm like, so? I'm That's normal <laughs> for me. That's an average day most of the year for me. I don't even, <coughs> I wouldn't even bat an eye 116. I don't know. I mean, I've been at 29 Palms where it was 125, and I was listening to this YouTube channel. It was a uh, shit I've seen as a Marine. It's pretty good, actually. And uh, he was like, yeah, well, we were stationed out in 29 Palms. It's pretty much hell on Earth. And uh, one day it hit 130, just kind of like the sun said, I told you I could do it. <laughs> Had a drunken bet with the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like sitting around doing shots of the moon like, you can't go to 130. Fuck, come on, son, you're crazy. And he's like, you know, fuck you, moon. I can fucking do it. I'll show you. I can out there. Fuck a woman place right up. I don't fucking care. Make it 130 palms. I don't care. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. That must have been my, I want to see that scene. <laughs> can I ask you a question? It's pretty good. Can I ask you a question? Was sure. was this bitch putting up like drywall? Is she what was she doing? She's, she had she like a painter. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You're right. I <laughs> In the beginning I made the note and then I never thought about it again because we don't see the little uh, smock she was wearing anymore. So I was like what is she? What is she wearing? I have no idea. It was like she's covered. It looked like she's covering like drywall mud. But painter makes yeah. sense. You answer my question. I asked you a question. You answered it. She was wearing a schmuck. Yeah, exactly. You uh, know, we've all worn smocks before in art class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not in my art class because they were too poor. But yeah, and and not in 120 degree heat either. But hey, <laughs> you know, who am yeah. I to judge a, an artist? You know, you know the old say, the old gangster rap saying is, "Pain is gonna paint." That that they do do yeah do they say that? Yeah, smocker's gonna smock. Oh right, yeah. Don't hate the smock, hate the smockers. Yeah. Or don't hate the game, hate the hate the. Don't hate the painter, I, hate the paint. Don't hate the painters, just hate the paint, yo. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, it made sense too. Yep, get on that iced tea, make a song. Thank you. Ice Cube. No, I, I want iced tea to do it. Why? Because it, 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 it's funnier. Bad. Exactly. It's going to be bad He's no like, matter what comes from iced tea. I, I walked in the office and said, yeah, I can motherfucking rap. So I rapped. And then I went in there and was like, yeah, I can motherfucking act. So I acted. And I thought, you can't do either. You forgot to but do you the... Did it. Until I said that, you got to do like a semi-Mike Tyson thing. He does have that going, you know. Doesn't he have a gap? Does he have a gap? Um, I have a gap, but mine's not that bad. No, uh, but but does he have one? Because it sounds like he does. I think or he would. It does sound like he, he does. Uh, I just can't picture. I I don't watch enough SVU rape 
you, whatever that one's called. I do rape enough, but I don't watch the show because, you know. Don't you want to remind yourself or. Leave a little mystery behind my my passion. Yeah, plus they could probably find out if it's you. It's like, hey, you know, this guy's cue is all over the place. Look at all the rape. That's DNA okay to me. (laughs) Do you want to. Get down with DNA. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Yeah, we know who exactly that is because we have DNA. That song really flows <laughs> off the tongue. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Tell me what it's all about. Okay. So, so the uh, world's moving closer to the sun. Uh, this bitch is painting, okay. apparently. The neighbor lady's crazy. She goes out in the... Our main character goes out in the hallway. And then, like, the most friendly asshole in the world and is, is bringing his family to Toronto. He's like, why don't you guys go fuck yourself? It's nice knowing you. It's really been great like, being a tenant here in this apartment building. Get the fuck out of my way! i got to see you guys. Bye. And I was like, this guy is all the fuck over the place. He's the most bipolar man I've ever seen. I didn't know what the hell's you've going been, on. You've been great neighbors. <laughs> yeah. he, he says it's so New Yorkish. It's like, wow, you're not from New York at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because neither one of them have a New York accent at all, but nope. this guy is total Bronx. <laughs> yeah, th- there's so much of that going on. The Miss Bronson is, I don't know what the fuck she's from. It sounds kind of fading in and out of New York. I don't know what the hell she's going for. I think she kind of was just forgetting at that point, at some point, you know, because she started off she, with more of an accent than she had at the end. She was classic Italian grandmother. Is that what it was? Always talking about the radio, even listening to the radio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I care to hear about the last radio transmission ever heard by these people. It was, pretty, it was pretty much right after the neighbors left. So right <laughs> yeah. out there. Ladies and gentlemen, this is station WNYG coming on the air to bring you essential news. First, a bulletin from the police department. Keep your doors locked and prepare to protect yourselves if necessary with any weapons you may have. The majority of the police force has been assigned to the crowded highways outside this deserted city. And citizens remaining in New York may have to protect themselves from the cranks and looters known to be roaming the streets. From the Weather Bureau, the temperature stood at 110 degrees at 11 o'clock this morning. Humidity, 91%. Forecast for tomorrow. Forecast for tomorrow. Dick in the... Oh, sorry. Hot. More of the same, only hotter. I don't care. Who are they kidding with this weather report stuff? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow you can fry eggs on sidewalks, heat up soup in the ocean, and get help from wandering maniacs if you choose. (laughs) left to panic. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm told that my departing from the script might panic you and let me alone. Do you hear me? Let me alone. Let go of me. <laughs> Removed from it. the air. Love God it. forbid. <clears throat> He's like, weather for tomorrow? Hot. <laughs> you fucked. I, lo- I love it when there's only one voice and he's acting like there's people in the room. I always love that acting. What do you mean? Don't do that. Oh, put me down. <laughs> Acting to nobody. I love it. It's always great. It's like the CGI movies when you're like, you can tell it's just one actor sitting alone in a st- set. Like, what, what are you doing? Let go of me. Missy, get off, get off yeah. me. Talking to a, a ten- tennis ball on a stick. <laughs> and they fill it in later for the Transformer. Fucking always the worst. Like Sin City. I love that movie, but the acting is atrocious. Don't you dare. Okay. The women in Sin City were just Michael Madsen, who I normally like, is atrociously bad in that movie. Well, he did admit he did it because he needed a mortgage payment. Well, normally it goes right up his nose, so I guess that's better than before. True, true, true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I still love yeah. that movie. I love it. Dude, Sin City is one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. You kidding? Never bother watching two. Huh? Never bother watching the second one. You know what I? Ha- you know how I feel about sequels. Didn't watch it. No thanks. Clive Owen was great. Yep, and then they replaced him in the second one because he got that surgery. In the comic, he gets a surgery on his face, and apparently they do that for the second one. I was like, eh, I'm good. Bruce Willis was terrible in that in the first one. I thought. You know, it was great though. Elijah Wood doesn't say a word. Fucking kills it though. Just sitting there with the glasses, like. Literally, a dog is eating him, and yeah. he's just. And I love a serial killer named Kevin. That's a, such a regular guy <laughs> name. 
But I mean, let's face it. Who stole the whole damn movie? Come on now. Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Rourke. Okay, good. I'm glad, I'm glad we're on the same page there. Yeah, he yeah, did. He killed it. He, fuck, he what killed. Was his, what was his name in it? It was um, Marv. Merv. Marv. Marv. Yeah. Did did then they try to didn't didn't they have to electrocute him like fourteen times to kill him? <laughs> new new movie to review there, Phoenix. <laughs> Holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah, I got <gasps> this one's got Dude. Dwight though, so it's a what's his name. Uh, Clive Owen's character. Oh, yeah. I, I noticed right away. Clive Owen's a shit, dude. I want to get the whole series of these in this exact style because they're fucking badass. Like, look how simple it is. I love it. Just white yeah. cover. I'm holding up a Sin City comic book, by the way. Um, but I can't find any other ones. I can just find book number three, and that is all I can find in this entire city. How about eBay, Amazon? Um, I looked down there, but they only have the black versions that I saw. But my, maybe I could look a little deeper, but I wasn't looking that hard. But I, I was one of those things I wanted to find in person, you know, kind of like treasure hunt. I don't know, maybe yeah, make I it an event, it. but that's the only one I could find. That was it. I'm I'm, I'm kind of in the same vein of looking for martial amps right now. Yeah. Don't. It's not that. Yeah. So moving on. Uh, uh, so he loses his mind. Um. And uh, let's see. Uh, he? So, what? The, the radio guy. Oh, okay. okay. They, they take him up the air. I love that Which, the, their conversation's interrupted by the radio. Like, the music's just like, do, 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 do. <clears throat> Welcome to the radio. Like, like, oh, the fucking radio killer television score star. It's weird. It just shuts off. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and it's just like, uh, and then it starts playing some music. It just, <laughs> and then this goes on. <laughs> oh no. Currents off again. It stays on a shorter time each day. Norma, what if it shuts off and doesn't come back on again? Then it does that. This place would be like an oven. As hot as it is, it could be so much worse. Oh, Norma, it could be so much worse. You gotta understand, it could be so much worse. You gotta believe me. <laughs> dive out the window. Super Superman dive out the window like half the episodes. Which, I don't understand why no window was open in any of these rooms. Well, the one room, I guess. Not a single window was even cracked. Like, if it's so hot, get some breeze or something. And humidity ninety one percent. That you're 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 eight you're nine percent away from you being in the water. <laughs> oh my god, miserable. Here, see here in Jersey, humidity is like just a thing you got to deal with. Kind of yeah. punches you right in the face as you walk out the door, and it's normally like eighty percent humidity or something with like nine. It's like a, you know, they say the temperature's ninety one degrees with a whatever like eighty percent humidity. But, you know, uh, and then they give you the actual temperature, like how it feels outside. It's always like 102 because of the damn humidity. So it's like 91 and you're at like 110. It feels like 140. Yeah, I don't miss that uh, at all because I can deal with 120 something out here. But because there's no humidity, you can just go in the shade and, and you're fine. But, in, you know, in the in the East Coast, when I lived in Florida, it's like it's only 96, oh. but it's, you know, 96 percent humidity. So you're like. Even in the breeze in the car with AC on, it's just throwing hot water at your face. You're like, I can't escape it. There's no getting around it. Inside, it's still there because it's in the fucking air. My entire family's like, why won't you move to Florida? I'm like, there you go. It's New Jersey times 10, and I hate it here. <laughs> Ugh. Florida sucks. Fuck Florida. For several reasons. Me. Yes, I have many more reasons I won't want to get into right now. Indeed. However... Cab drivers uh, and things. F- fuck New York City too, and fuck Toronto, wherever that guy thought he was going. Yeah, I, I, I that- hate. To, I, I hate to tell you something, buddy. There's one bridge that gets you there. Uh, it's probably packed and collapsing, probably. And I learned a thing in this episode. I don't know if you picked that up. Is uh, women are weak. She can only carry, uh, I guess, two bags of groceries. One bag. I think it was like a 
I think she had two, like two on, on the top of each other. Oh, yeah. Because I thought right. one, two, and when she dropped it, I'm like, oh, that's two. Okay. But it looked like well, it didn't look like there was much in there. I did get that in case they didn't drive that part home to you, like, you know, visually. She goes, there was one lady just standing in the middle yeah. going, I don't know what I'm doing. Help me cry. Ah. Yeah, yeah, survival of the fittest. Uh, I don't think she's made it. I don't think she made it at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's a the whole. It's like a here's our heroic women. They can't do shit for themselves though. It's like why? What? Okay, that's strange. I, and I was reading into it. It was originally written for two men, and then Rod even cast the two men, and then he changed it, and then did the two women instead. Uh, I mean, we all want to do two women. You know what? It was a good. I was reading that too, and um, Martin Graham, uh, not Graham Jr. Um, I gotta start giving this asshole credit for his book. It's the um, Twilight Zone Companion, written by Zachary. There you go. Just I was reading it in there. And um, yeah, um, good choice by Rod, I'd say, because I don't think we would really understand a man freaking out like us. Uh, so he's. Paint something cool today. <laughs> I love this scene, sorry. Paint something pastoral. With a waterfall and trees bending in the wind. Please paint something cool. Don't paint the sun anymore! Hot baby, hot water burn baby. <laughs> no, I know this is an audio. I know this is an audio medium, but picture this lady sort of slamming a picture onto the ground and sort of going to her hands and knees and like acting like she has a knife that she doesn't have, yep. stabbing a son over and over very slowly. And the best overacting award goes to Miss Bronson. Miss... <laughs> yeah, Midnight Sun. <clears throat> the first Razzie. Ever. <laughs> it's a was, that's her first was, name, Razzie Bronson. <laughs> it's it a beautiful be. name. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about right away, though. <laughs> yeah, it's she's a fucking lunatic, and she's like a fruit fruit juice junkie. Because she brings in the groceries, she's like, "I have fruit juice." She's like, "Fruit juice? Oh my god, I forgot to fucking kill. She sucks my dick for some what? fruit juice. I would, I do unspeakable things in a bathroom in a men's in a men's restroom for some fucking fruit juice." And she like shows a thumb through. She's like, "Where's your fucking can opener? Where's the goddamn can opener? Give me the fucking can opener!" And then she like gets the can opener and she pulls it out and she's like just fumbling with it, knocks it on the ground. She's like, "I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm looking like a lunatic. I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And she's like, "It's all right. You're female. You're not in control of your emotions. All right. I, I understand. I was the same way. I have, I too <laughs> have the same vaginal condition." It's so weird. <laughs> the whole fucking scene. It's so bizarre. It's like, I'm so sorry, Norma. I've been blowing guys in the bathroom just so I could throw them bits. So this fruit juice is just a mess. You know? I, I will eat you out all day. And the last guy I went swear. to Toronto. <laughs> now I'm stuck on my own. Why don't they just move in together? The bitch is constantly over there. Just move in. Ah, they eventually come to the realization that they got to live off of each other. But, hey, having your own public, private space is important, I think. Yeah, I guess you do need some time away from Miss Bronson. She is a little overbearing, like you said, a tiny grandmother. Yeah. And yeah. You're spending all day painting a picture, and she's destroying them. <laughs> That's true. You're, you know, one step forward, two steps back with this crazy fucking juice junkie. Tell me about it. It's just like, yeah, Miss Bronson, I love you and all, but god damn it, I, I'm, I'm running out of like paint over here. You know? even, even the one she made that she liked, she almost destroyed. And the painting was so good, it fucking killed her. <laughs> like, it really did. She, she lost her goddamn shit. She literally just popped, dude. Of course, before then, she forgets to lock the the fucking uh, roof door, which why she would need to go out there in the first place to open it. I don't know why, but I I would imagine locking it once and setting it and okay, forget it. Uh, I guess you didn't watch those infomercials. Uh, (laughs) What's going on? You remember those infomercials? You just said it and 
Forget you it. You point know, at the camera. You point at the camera and look disappointed when I don't recognize a, a maybe possibly a regional infomercial. It's a guy that looked like a chicken that cooked chickens in his rotisserie chicken thing. <laughs> I don't remember he that said one. it and forget it. It was like a, a catch line. I he do. He said it and the audience would go, forget it. Go fuck yourself. I do love myself <laughs> some infomercials, but I don't remember. I don't have them memorized. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's I, okay. I'm a little disappointed. Some people myself. got it out there, though. Some no, people got it. Out I there. hope they did. I'm sure they did. If you did, write in to the show <laughs> at loiteringwonderland at gmail.com. There you go. That's a nice real plug. email. You can do that. That was a great segue. I liked it. Let's do a couple, like a couple more scenes here, and hit a commercial break. Um, is this the sexiest Twilight Zone ever? Dude, she got down to her skippies, right? and I was like, "This bitch is smoking hot." You say skippies with a P? Yeah. Oh, isn't it skivvies with a V? Is it? Yeah. I I always thought they were the, your skippies, like. You know, you get down to your skippies. I'm pretty sure it's skivvies. It very well could be, dude. I've been lied to a lot as a kid, and I'm wrong a lot to boot, so. Hold on. If you know the answer, send your answer to Twilight Zone, or, you know, Care of Twilight Zone Review, L-I-W, whatever the fuck we are, to L-I-W, what the fuck am I saying? LordyWonderlandGmail.com. That's what I'm getting to. Or, we have too many abbreviations. Or, <laughs> or at L-I-W, the TZ Review on Twitter. There you go. That's what I was kind of, I was combining the two there, and I got them in uh, all jumbled. This is like Skippy and Skivvies. It's a, it's a whole mess. It could there. be a, uh, you know, a, like what did you call your grandmother and grandfather? Grandma and grandpa. See, I called them mama and papa. It's like German thing, yeah. Yeah, it's in northeastern German Italian yeah. kind of thing. Italians did too. Madre and padre. Mama and papa, yeah. Makes us sound very intelligent. But hey, that's what I called him. Yeah. My my cousin, his, like his, his, I always hate saying that stuff, but the side of his family that isn't related to me. It's my cousin, you know, his mom mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. is all German too, and they do the same thing. Are they from the Northeast or <clears throat> Michigan? Um, they're from Michigan. Right on. <laughs> well, um, there you go. <clears throat> Um, I do have now the. Now oh, the I'm not done, Frank. In. I'm not done talking about how sexy this girl was. Oh, yeah. Let's if you think I'm done at all, you are sadly mistaken because I kept checking her out. And I would say full C's. What do you think? I don't care about size. I was still was just checking them out. I, I, I was like, wait, 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 she's in her like 90s by now. I don't care. I'm still going <laughs> to. Because it's a, it's a first. I think it's the first in the Twilight Zone where I was like, you see some cleavage. It was weird. I don't remember another yeah. episode of Cleavage. Dude, she had a great body, nice flat stomach, great ass, nice firm. Hold on. Jeans. She had a great ass. Just a. <laughs> you hit all the way up it. Yeah. <laughs> Take your dog for a walk. <laughs> um, yeah, she, I checked her out. Uh, I guess I'm done. There's nothing more. I masturbated to it. Let's move on. Vanity, my favorite sin. <laughs> I was combining all your Pacinos. Hey, you know, I, I got to you know. I try to get out of her ass, but it keeps pulling me back in. Just going to mix another one in there. Just when I thought I was out of her ass, <laughs> it pulls me right, pulls me right back in. <laughs> that one works. Uh, yep. Anyway. Uh, and then I went, say hello to my little, little friend. My huge friend. It, well... Uh, depending on your your aspect of how you, your perspective of huge, it's not so much long as it is girthy, friend. If, I, if I've just budged my huge friend, if I haven't buzzed in a while, he's my he's yeah. my little friend. <laughs> it's all about perception. Yeah, it's a yeah. I kind of oh, want to keep doing Pacino quotes all day, but it's this is another episode where I sat there wondering why keep yourself alive. Well, every human being has that whole, you know, thing for survival, you know. Well, except for the whole suicide thing. But other than those guys, you know, other people really try to stay alive. Wouldn't you be doing, trying to do something, though, to make your life either more comfortable or livable? Because they're just hurtling toward the sun. Like you said, get to the other side of the world. Fucking try something. She's just like, I'm going to roast to death in my New York City apartment and then... With my robe on. That's it. The end. As far as my plot has gotten, my plan has gotten me. 
No shades. We're standing by the window. Keep. Let's keep looking at the fuck. How many times did Nora look at that goddamn sun? Um, I don't know. But speaking of, let's get to our commercial break. I think you'll find it's very, very similar to what you're just saying. Rod Serling, creator of The Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. This episode of LIW The Twilight Zone Review is brought to you by Blinds Galore, who reminds you that if your world is slowly creeping toward the sun, maybe try the goddamn blinds and keep your house cool for once. You dumb, you dumb bitches. Maybe, maybe try that. Blinds galore. And we're back. Oh. Thank you so much, Blinds Galore. I appreciate it. Maybe a nice rosewood, you know, dark. Like, I mean, because you yeah. have some rosewood blinds up and you close them, bitches. It's like nighttime up in there, you exactly. know? Exactly. Maybe, like, anything in front of the window. Just literally anything. Not a white see-through pull-down shade that she pulls down once about halfway. She pulled, Not even halfway. It was pulled on about, I don't know, five inches because when the guy breaks into the apartment and she go, he goes and opens it halfway and then lets it go and it goes back up to where it was, which is not even down. Yeah. Yeah, and here it goes. Fucking. It's one of those spinning ones. Like, I'm so sweaty in here. Why is it so hot? Maybe because you're letting the goddamn sun in. I understand there'll be no sunlight if you don't do that because there's no power. But uh, uh, do you want to roast to death? Do you want to see? Uh, again, you got to weigh your options here because it's all, it's all going to be terrible. Just kill yourself. Just throw yourself at the window. I really liked his part, how he goes from bad guy to sympathetic so fast. And it worked. And I got that. And it's funny how how he taught. Like, here, I'll just, you know, me explain. Let me, let me uh, have the guy. It was actually pretty good. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Sinatra. Come out and swing, hey, baby. baby. You don't come out, I'm gonna come in. Got the world on a string out here. Uh oh. And then she's like, quick, quick. Did you hear that? That was a gun. Get out of here. Down the stairs and out the front door. I'm wearing a little nightie. Leave us alone. Okay, baby. I'd never argue with a lady with a gun. <laughs> And then he bursts himself in. Oh no! Crazy dames. It's too hot to play games. He's rhyming. Much too hot. Cold. Much it's too not. much Vaseline. <laughs> Where you get all that Vaseline in here, huh? Where are you hiding it? <laughs> but then he just breaks the fuck down, Phoenix. So this is good. Now this is a bit long, but it's so worth it, man. The writing's worth it. How he goes from. That guy to this guy is just, it's just like, it's, it's about the most redeemable quality of this episode. So that's yeah. why I think it's worth it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely. And the painting changes. Staring at painting right now. You do this. You're good. <laughs> you paint real good. Pause. Used to paint. She sucks, by the way. Her paintings are ass. Please leave us alone. We didn't do you any harm. Please. Just heavy breathing. <laughs> That's all it is. Hey. Yeah, it, I mean, it's hard to breathe with Vaseline. He just threw the gun. So fragile. Just, just a little thing. Talking about a child. Poor Couldn't guy. take this heat. Tried to keep her cool. But she take the heat. Way to make it hotter in there, buddy. That was that was the blinds. Yeah. <laughs> Uselessly rolling up. Baby didn't live more than an hour. Got a weak kid she there, buddy. I'm not a housebreaker. I'm a decent man. I swear to you, I'm a, I'm a decent man. 
I've been walking around all all day trying to find some water. <laughs> I wouldn't hurt you. <laughs> I wouldn't do you any harm. Just take all your water. And just pours it on himself. Please believe me. Uh, yeah. My rock. He's masturbating here, by the way. Please forgive me. <clears throat> you forgive me, don't you? <laughs> Please forgive me. Please, uh, I'm not a housebreaker, <laughs> even though that's the de goddamn definition of what I just did. <laughs> and now that there's no more to really take, I'll break down now. Yeah. You believe me, <laughs> don't you, ma'am? Show me the titties of forgiveness. Come on. <laughs> this is something horrible. <clears throat> so... <laughs> Apparently, Miss Bronson just loves to be raped because they're like, she literally goes, "I don't see, I didn't see him walk out yet." And she's like, "I'm just gonna start unlocking the door while this man's screaming at us from outside." Okay, I open the door, and then he immediately bursts in the room, and he's like such a bad guy at first. He drinks the water, pours it on his face, throws it at uh, glass, glass so it breaks. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and then he starts kicking pillows. I was like, "Oh, he's a bad guy. He's kicking pillows around. <laughs> he's a tough guy." And then a painting changes his life. No shirt, just a yes. sports jacket and, <laughs> and a, a neckerchief on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, I was considering him uh, Charles Bronson's character in two, just kind of continued after that. That's what I was thinking of. Same physical fatigue. Yep. Physique. What did I say? Fatigue? Fatigue? Oh. I don't know. Physique. Uh, same physical, you know, very buff, uh, <laughs> 60s, you know, barrel chested man. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not a good look. As long as it doesn't hang over the front of the trousers, you're fine. You know that actor, Tom Reese, the guy that plays the intruder, died this month, but I don't, I can't find out what day. It just every every source says March of this year, and it's question mark for the day. I'm like, how do you not know? Is it still being ruled or what? Did they find his body like after a month or something? <laughs> like, what the fuck happened? We're we're waiting for the autopsy. Yeah, must be <laughs> like some sort of uh, uh, like an overdose, and just like maybe let's find out. And like a big investigation on this uh, retired actor's life. I don't know what the hell's going on. Why it's taking so long? This ninety-year-old overdose victim. Yeah, <laughs> got some bad age. <laughs> it could be like Bela Lugosi. He was like ninety-something, probably eighty-something when he died, right? Uh, who? Bela Lugosi. Loved him. He was a great guy. <laughs> the, the guy that played Dracula? You ever see Ed, Ed Wood? Yeah. You should see Ed Wood. Yeah, I should. <laughs> it's a really good movie. It's a... It's a yeah. Let's check it out. It, it's, it sounds familiar. Ed Wood is a Johnny Depp movie where they kind of they tell the story of make Ed Wood making one of his movie, some of his movies. And Bela Lugosi's in there. He's like a fucking old junkie and... Martin Landau won an Oscar for playing Bela Lugosi. It's a really good movie, though. You really should watch Ed Wood. I think you'd enjoy it. Right on. <clears throat> One of the few Johnny Depp movies I'll recommend. Uh, okay, fair enough. I mean, he's been in a lot of movies. Um, not many I'd want to recommend, though. He's in about five that I'd go, you should watch that. About five. Edward, Edward Scissorhands fall into that category? No. You, I, Man. I don't have anything against Edward Scissorhands anymore. I used to, like, really bad, but now I don't. I'd say Ed Wood you should watch. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas you should watch. Um, I like Blow a lot. Um, saw those last two that you just saw. They're message. I love Blow. Yeah. I mean, I don't love... I've never done Blow, but I like the movie Blow. Yeah. Do you watch them Blow on Blow? Oh, my God. It it just seems like it's a, it's a fruitful effort because it just seems like every 15 minutes you'd be pausing it to go get more Blow. That's what I did. <laughs> or you leave the room and let it play, and you're like, I watched, and you don't remember it, but maybe you got to watch it again. The kid takes like a whole fucking weekend, but whatever. It's a big deal. Um, <laughs> if the sun doesn't go down, Frank, why are they keeping time? I, I don't understand it. <laughs> I mean, it's just for other people who are responsible. Well, Mrs. Bronson's like, what time is it? She's like, it's just past three. I'm like, who fucking cares? The sun doesn't go down. Why do you care what time it is? The time is meaningless at this point. 
Yeah. It's high noon all the time, and there's no planes to catch. There's no work to be done or make it in time to. So it just even just the fact that the world isn't spinning anymore means time doesn't actually exist as far as what your time zone doesn't really matter anymore. Exactly. Like it's exactly it's always noon, so who fucking cares? Like I understand you want to keep track on the calendar, but you can't do that because you don't know when the fuck the sun goes down. So good luck with that shit. And it doesn't matter because nobody fucking there to 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 I don't know, I don't want to say celebrate the time with. Like a holiday comes up, you're not gonna be like, let's get together for Christmas. Oh, it's 150 degrees out. Let's not do that because my whole family's dead. I don't get the point of keeping track of time at all in this world. Wouldn't make any sense to plug the lights into the tree because there's no power anymore. <laughs> you set the tree up, it just immediately goes up in flames. Yeah, I mean, somebody dies of, of heat exhaustion just chopping the fucker down. Yeah. <laughs> chop, chop. <laughs> no, the only way you can die in this world is if you go up to a window and touch it slightly. Then you fall over dead. Well, she touched the window, so she's like, ow! Yeah. And but, then poured, some, but, poured a glass of water on it. <laughs> and then suck it. Oh, yeah. Oh, like scab and water. No, pus and water. Love it. So... So, but, you know, after her horrible acting, Nora finally does paint her that waterfall she's been acting. Yeah. But then, uh, uh, yeah, she will, uh, this is a uh, act, at, last act for Mrs. Bronson. I have a feeling this. You. Oh. Sorry. No, you're good. Oh, it's beautiful, Norma. I've seen waterfalls just like that before. There's one near Ithaca, New York. Yes, it it's the highest waterfall. Oh, the highest waterfall in this. In Ithaca. <laughs> and I love the sound of it. And so on. Okay, apparently those ads that pop up during my recording does cut it off. <laughs> yeah, we had a discussion before the show. Not an issue here. We don't need to hear her die. It's it's continues from there, right? Wonderful sound. Oh, see? Yes, it does. After I wait for the ad to play and I hit X. Really need to buy this app. Works great. It's better than the last one. Let's do that. Let's let's swim in it, shall we? Yeah. I used to do that when I was a little girl. The window. Yeah. Just, just sit there and lose my fucking let mind. So loud. God. It's not me, it's Rod's fault. I know, just die already, bitch. And I'm talking it's to you, Frank. Mrs. Bronson. She's dead. Mrs. Bronson. Mrs. Bronson. The Bronson. slowest fall to the ground ever. Yeah, well, it's, she's an elderly actress. I have a feeling Miss Bronson was like this long before this event. Oh, they casted her for a reason. Yeah, fucking crazy old lady just getting killed by paintings. It's a, it's terrible. <laughs> she died of memories and paintings. And heat, because not literally right after that, uh, Norma succumbs because a thermometer, when the mercury gets above 120, just bursts. This is the sound, by the way. That right there. Did you hear it? Yeah, that's a, that's a cool shot though. When the the painting starts to melt and then the thermometer blows, and it's really cool looking. The painting melting is badass. Yep, the the music you hear is uh, that happening. <laughs> just just picture. Oh, I can hear it. I hear like. Yeah. Hey, wait for it. Yeah. You want to describe what we just saw right there? What we, if had we been watching? <laughs> so, so yeah, she she stares at the sun again for the fiftieth time, and she just goes. She got the, kidnapped. The weakest <laughs> scream I've ever heard in Twilight Zone history, and then just, out, <laughs> dead. Yeah, with this... a with a great set of cans. God damn right. Um, I was going to say something, but you distracted me there thinking about that. The, okay. 
the yeah, they both just fall over sl- slowly, fall over dead, and then uh, our main character wakes up. Dorothy, Dorothy, and then she wakes up, and then she's staring at uh, fucking Miss uh, Bronson again. And she was staring out the window, I guess, is how we were introduced to her. And she sees snow, and then she's blocking out the window. And he walks over, and uh, Norma's laying there, and it's all cold. And, and she's like, she's going to be all right, right, doctor? This is Miss Bronson. And the doctor's like, gives the most convincing, um, of course, she's going to be just fine. She'll, she'll be fine to she's die. Fucked. You both are fucked anyway. She was better off dying in her sleep of the fever, really. I gave her nothing but placebos, but she pulled through anyway. I'm leaving my wife and moving to Miami with Hector. That's what that's what the real story was there. He's gonna go meet up with a tiny oh, tiny but, man and But the hairless. bitch was listening to the radio though, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, you gotta have the. She exposition. literally. He's about to walk away. She grabs his arm and pulls him back. And wait a minute, I'm not done. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Exposition Radio. Now the world is going closer to, uh, farther away from the sun. It's not at all what you thought before. It's moving the opposite direction. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Yes. It's a. <laughs> it's it's the most expositional radio. <laughs> in this entire episode. This tells you exactly what's going on, so Rod doesn't have to. A, a scientist was telling us that yeah. the orbit, we keep going further and further. So now it's just always dark. Then move to the other part of the Earth that has light. Still do the same thing. <laughs> That's all I thought. I don't know if it wasn't so much that there wasn't light at all. Was it? So is that what it is? They're moving the other way, so there's no sun, even though it wouldn't. Well, really they, they'd be tidal light. I mean, again. If they're if they're out of orbit, they're still spinning around the fucker. But if it's always nighttime and it's getting colder and colder because they're getting further and further, that means that they're on the back side of the planet. So the part of the planet still facing the sun has sunlight still. Yeah, I couldn't and tell if they were. Yeah, that's what they're going. Okay, so that's what they're going for. So yes, unless either way, get to the other sur- side. Unless Rod subscribes to the flat Earth thing, that's the only way this could be possible. Yeah, oh, who knows? Who knows? The we know he doesn't. Anyway, so the yeah, just go there, go to the other side of the world, no matter what your problem is. I mean, it's going to be really fucking difficult in this world, especially if there's no fucking pilots anymore. I can't really do that so much, but yeah, I easier to said imagine than done. this problem gradually happened. And these are just the lazy ones that didn't heed any of the warnings. They deserve to die. Yep. Either way, these characters deserve to die because fuck them. The yeah. so there's basically it's the opposite. Oh, it's a twist. The opposite is happening. She's having a, a dream of warmth, a dream of a never-ending sun because she's so cold. And then she wakes up. She's like, "It was terrible." And I was like, "So now you're happy? You're in this?" <laughs> what? But see, here's here's Mrs. Bronson's best acting ever. Yes, she's the way actually she good here. Talk to her and everything. Like yeah, here um, here we go. Oh. Right. Daylight all the time. There's midnight sun. <gasps> Did you ever lie? It's any night at all. She said it. That was the episode, no Dave. Dude, that's what the title of the episode. Is. I know. I caught that too. You yes. heard that? It's awesome. Wonderful to have. I know. It's fucking awesome. Darkness. I don't like this reality because she's not wearing the nighty. It's wonderful. The look on her face when she said, yes, it's wonderful. Like, uh, you saw the dread on her face. You saw the hopelessness. You saw the... She's comforting her friend by saying it all in one line with her face. And I was like, great acting. Where was that the last 20 minutes? It's because... They, I just realized it right now, actually. I didn't think about it till right now when I heard the audio without seeing it. They flipped characters. She's taking care of her, so that's why she's not panicking. That's why uh, Norma's panicking the fuck. <laughs> like, I had a dream. They flipped characters. I didn't even think about that. Right? I didn't, I didn't at all until right now. That It, it explains that, everything. That's a, you know what? Bravo, Phoenix, man. Bravo. 
do that little thank thing. Thank you. Thank you. Bow. Take a bow. Take a bow. Yeah, yeah. Curtsy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know what the fuck I was doing right there. I don't know either. You were bouncing like a... <laughs> Like an animated coal miner. <laughs> like, like a bobblehead. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, nobody can see what I'm doing. Why am I, why am I still doing it? By the um, way, if you would like a Phoenix West bobblehead, just go to at liwstudios.com. You know what? Maybe one day we will get around to making bobbleheads of us. How fucking great would that be? It's not hard. You just request one. I know. We order one. We yeah. send it to you. It's easy. I, could, I, I looked up a site before because I, I looked into doing it before, but uh, it was a long time ago. You make the order, they send it out to you. It's kind of like a order-on-demand kind of thing. Yeah. We don't have to make a thousand and one thing and hope we sell shit. We just sell one at a time and make a little bit of a something-something off of nothing, really. They, the other site makes all the money, really. But, hey, you got a Phoenix with... Who would, I want one now. I'm going to we'll go order one. Can you, you think of the... Like, if I got it, like, ring, ring, like, hey, can I get a bobblehead in my face? Yeah, no problem. Can you also have a large cock that hangs out of it? Because I think it's funny. We, we, don't, we don't do that, sir. Oh, never mind, uh, but, never mind then. sir, Click. hello, sir, <laughs> if you'd like to make a call, like that sort of thing, like, <laughs> I would just hang out and, and keep dialing around. <laughs> I like to go with the more classic with it, where it immediately kicks in with it. If you'd like to make a call, like, but that's if you haven't made a call yet. <laughs> I love that. Remember when I was doing the, uh, what show was that when I did the British, uh, <laughs> the British the ambulance? Sirens. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I live in Europe now. <laughs> yeah. This is where I went. I was like, wait, that's not what our sound like at all. What the hell am I doing? It, it fit, though. It fit. It just reminds me of the, the reason I, I brought that up now is because I was thinking of Pink Floyd the Wall when he's she's making beep, phone calls. Yeah, that. Exactly. Beep, beep. That. Hello. Collect call from Mrs. Pink. Like that sort of shit. From Mr. Floyd to Mrs. Yeah. Floyd, would you like to accept the charges? Yeah. He keeps hanging up. That doesn't <laughs> sound like a hang up to me, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. He's Is there and he doesn't hang out. Body out there. Oh, What's, oh, oh, no. Well, uh, the, uh, so Rod, Rod's ending. Can you play that, Frank? And I'm going to go ahead and put mute on your mic, and nobody can hear you. Oh, and then we can hear Frank playing. And uh, so Rod, his outro is talking into a tin can, and he has that. So go ahead and play that. Okay. And if you, I see your mo arms move toward that guitar. Am I back on? Yeah, sure. Right on. I don't right have on. a way to mute your mic. The pause of fear. The extremes of how the earth might conceivably be doomed. Minor exercise in the no. care and feeding might What? I we see you moving your fret hand. <laughs> Thank you and goodbye. I w you, can't, you can't really hear it over the... Uh, you can go out and play it. I'm just talking with you. Um, play that while we do the outros and stuff. You can't really hear how much of a tin can sound his exit has there, his outro. It's so bad. It's the world is moving farther away from him. I know. It's just like he, like the audio of his outro was terrible. It was really bad. Like one of the worst of, of the whole series. It was so bad. It, I was like, oh, this is weird. I don't know. It just felt odd. And it didn't need to be. Couldn't care less. Can't they just have him do the uh, intro and outro on camera? And this, then they'll have the audio that sounds good and not have him go back into the studio like a fucking week later and record into a, a fucking Folgers can full of loose change. I, I, don't, I don't get it I, I, in the swear jar. I don't fucking understand why they have him record into that. It sounds terrible every time. This well, is the I mean, worst for, one, though. For, I think, personally, for a lot of them, the... Whoosh, whoosh, that... Whoosh, that yeah. real quick pan where he's not part of the scene. You can tell the real big, important episodes. He's always part of the scene, you know. But the ones where they're like filler or whatever, he didn't write them or he didn't give a sh real shit about it, is where the quick... And I think he just recorded those like one day, you know. Oh, okay, the outro's at night, but the intro's during the day, remember? But I said, oh, yeah, that, that hunk of shit I just threw out. 
Okay. Yeah, because that was a, that was about the easiest premise of a story I ever came up with. Um, yeah. Okay, I got this. I got Th- this. This one, he, you could tell he walked into the set and went, <clears throat> uh, "Earth's moving closer to the sun, and uh, it's getting warmer." All right, bye. And just like walked away. He didn't even have a cigarette. He put his hand in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. I know. And he wasn't looking at the camera. In the you beginning. That too? Yeah. <laughs> the beginning, he's looking he was, like. He was like, reading the cue card. Yeah. He's just staring <laughs> off to the right. I was like, what the fuck is he looking at? Come on, it's your show. Have a little enthusiasm. He's like, today's episode is a filler episode. It's just there to pad the season and the runtime. And the studio contract, you know, contractually, I was obligated to make this many episodes, and here we are. We're moving closer to the sun. <laughs> I mean, literally, like, and he has more. He was literally more engaged on telling you what next week's story is than the Asatra, which is, uh... And now, Mr. Serling, next week we move back into time, back to 1863. Oh, God. A distinguished actor, Mr. Gary Merrill, plays the role of a Confederate scout who goes off on a patrol and winds up smack dab in the center of the Twilight Zone. Our story is an adaptation of a strange tale by Manly Wade Wellman called The Still Valley. This one is for Civil War buffs and the students of the occult. I hope you're around to take a look at it. Oh, I'll be there. You know that. I, the real crossover there with Civil War buffs and students of the occult. Real crossover. Well, once you once you watch it, you get it. But uh, whenever I hear the Twilight Zone that starts off with "Back in Civil War," I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I God go, damn it! Yes. Yeah. Don't, Frank, don't Frank gets a hard on. Big, big disappointment, by the way. There's only one good redeemable part of that entire, uh, uh, you know, show episode that we'll get into. Can't and wait. Like the very I don't remember what it is, so uh, I kind of want to be surprised when we go and watch it next week. But do you want to play the that music there while we do our outros? Is there anybody out there? Please don't sue us, Pink Floyd. Anyway, my name is Phoenix West And that's when you do your outro, Frank He's not paying attention We do want to thank uh, Red Dragons Radio for putting us up there. RedDragonsRadio.com. Matt links on Twitter. You can find me. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay, good, good. My, my instrument's ready. How's, how's yours? Okay, my... You're, you're doing my, a cum face right now. <laughs> oh, my hurt... Yeah, I'm doing a cum face because my wrist hurts so fucking bad. That's right. What are the that song is extremely hard to uh, stretch your pinky out for two parts of it, and it makes my wrist go, ow! So, yeah, makes it go, face, ah! And then fall back. Cause yeah, he, yeah, because then it gets a little easier, but then you got to go back to that pinky that, ah! Don't yeah, forget to cover yourself in Vaseline and then uh, spray yourself with a water bottle so it looks like you're just draining the sweat. Hell yeah. Um, you, know how, you know how I like to do it, brother. Yeah. I'm Phoenix West, uh, LAWstudios.com, Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. And you said links. I'm Frank Links on Twitter, RedDragonsRadio.com. Check it out. Where LIW, the Twilight Zone Review, is part of RedDragonsRadio.com for the last two months now. Thank you, Don Mega, DX Don Mega on Twitter, everybody. That is awesome. on the air, host of a great entertainment weekly podcast you definitely have to check out i have been to ask you did you kind of tell him to do that or did you ask to do it or you just did it uh i asked him to do that okay okay so i was like but see huh, he never told weird. me he did see i asked him to do it but he never said okay cool i will but then he did and i was like cool thanks good story. awesome good good story i mean you know <laughs> it's 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 king's falls am and then the Indie Sports Guard Podcast, and then the LIW Twilight Zone Review. Gotta love it. Right on one website, reddragonsradio.com. A great website to, uh, you know, all great podcasts. We're also on LIW the TZ Review on Twitter, Loitering in Wonderland on Facebook, LIW Studios Instagram. Who fucking cares? Let's get the fuck out of here, Frank. 
Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix Kitten Westquire, was it? That's right. And I am Frank Cowtell. No. Clementine. No, Clementine. God damn it. Start over. Start ah. over. I, until I, next time, in the meantime, I'm, I'm Phoenix Kitten West Choir. That's right. That's right. Kitten West Choir. And I am Frank Clementine Links. There we go. Nailed it. I'm going to fix it and remove that other one where we fucked it up. And then I'll edit but that. Oh, shit. I forgot to edit. Oh, no. Ah! Okay. <gasps>